Hey there, welcome back. Okay, I found out some really cool information about edamame or soybean this past week. And it's kind of one of those things where over the years, little pieces of the puzzle have been coming to me. So I've been having some uh, problems for the last five years growing edamame. And so I, I had kind of an aha moment. I had a revelation and today I thought I would just share it with you. So that's what we're going to talk about today. By the way, if you're new here, welcome to the Edible Gardens podcast. I'm your host, Nanette Blair, and I'm so glad that you found us because what we do here is help people create edible and beautiful landscapes that are way better than organic because I'm on a mission. My mission is to make good food accessible to everyone, and in my opinion, the best definition of good food is nutritious, delicious, and safe. And it doesn't get any better than picking fresh fruit, herbs, veggies, straight off the plant where you know what went into it from start to finish. And you won't find any tomato cages here. As a matter of fact, there's a lot you won't find here, including pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, or any of the other sides. But what you will find here are landscapes that are designed for beauty, reflection, fun, entertaining, and the list goes on to whatever you want. Because it's your home, your yard, and your taste, and beauty truly is in the eye of the beholder. Okay, you know that garden you've been thinking about? Well, I know you're ready. I know I'm ready. So let's dig in. Okay, so what I found out is, let me just kind of tell you the backstory real quick. This is going to be a really short episode, I do believe, because I just have to tell you something really quick. When we first moved to this location, I had some seeds. Well, they didn't grow. I planted them straight into the ground like the back of the seed packet says, but there were some seeds I had for a while. So I thought, well, Maybe these are the type of seeds that don't hold their viability very long. You know, they're, they need to be fresher, newer seeds. Like the expiration date has come and gone. And, and I usually don't pay attention to that because most of the time the seeds are going to grow anyway. Even though the expiration, you know, even though they're eight or nine year old packet of seeds. And I thought, well, maybe this is one of those type of seeds that needs to be fresh, new seeds, Right. And that was edamame and artichokes. So I believe the next year I bought artichoke seeds, but I couldn't find edamame or soy. Same thing. Edamame and soy, the same thing. I couldn't find the edamame seeds the next year. But what I did do was I planted my artichoke seeds in the greenhouse and they grew just fine. And I've put them out in my landscapes and they're doing just fine. So... I cut to a couple years ago, my daughter said, oh, I found edamame or soybeans as a plant start, like as a seedling in a nursery. And she bought several of these plants and they did just fine. And so I thought, okay, well then you don't have to put them directly into the ground like the back of the seed packet says. So there's direct sowing and then there's starting indoors. So direct sowing basically means you just plant them straight into the ground. Well, that's what the back of the, every single, <laughs> that is what the back of every single seed packet that I've ever bought that said that's for edamame says to do. Plant it in the ground, direct sow. And then I see that she is going and she's in a totally different city, different location, totally different zone. Everything's different. But 
somebody is obviously selling plant starts to this this gigantic nursery. It's a huge nursery, and um, they're selling them as some seeds that they started in a greenhouse somewhere. So obviously you can do it. So I thought, okay, I went ahead and planted my edamame seeds this year because I bought fresh brand new seeds and they did not grow again. And I, so it was Mother's Day weekend. I was down in Houston where she lives and we went to that nursery to get, I said, I want to get some of those edamame plants. And so uh, they were out by the time that I got there. We went like on Mother's Day and they were completely out. And she was like, oh man, I'm really bummed. I really wanted to get you some of those. It was really sweet because she had already gotten me some Mother's Day gifts and things. But uh, she wanted to, she really wanted to buy me some edamame plants. And they were just gone. And I said, don't worry about it because I still have plenty of seeds. I did not plant all of my seeds in the ground. I just planted like maybe one packet of seeds where I thought I wanted them into the ground and none of them grew. <laughs> I've said it. I know I just keep saying it over and over again. They didn't grow. They didn't grow. They didn't grow. And this is what I told my daughter. I'm just going to grow them in my nursery, my greenhouse, my, my area where it is more of a controlled environment. I'm going to make sure that I'm paying really close attention. When I have them out into my gardens, it's really hard to know when I plant direct sow seeds directly into the ground. It's really hard to pay attention to just that one seed or just that one place where I planted something. But like whenever I direct sowed like my corn, they all the all those little seeds popped up like almost immediately. But it was the same way with my watermelon seeds. It was the same way with the zinnia seeds. Everything just started popping up. And I look at the back of the seed packet on this soy or the edamame seeds, same thing. And it says six to 14 days. So I know it's been about a month and I know it's been way too long and they're not going to grow. As a matter of fact, so I put peanuts in the ground last week. I did a YouTube video on uh, how I do my peanuts and they came up almost immediately. So there's some things that, you know, your the back of your seed packet will say sow directly into the ground. That's why they call it direct sowing. Sometimes, you know, it's just not the right thing for me to do. So <laughs> I know because I had this experience with my daughter or she told me about her experience of being able to buy them through a nursery. I'm just going to grow them in my nursery in a more controlled environment. And I just thought that this would be something that you might want to know. So if you've been reading the back of the seed packet, and again, it's different for everybody. Maybe you're sowing them directly into the ground and you're having all the luck in the world and you have not experienced what I have been experiencing with the soy or the edamame seeds. But this is what I'm going to do. So I am going to not put them in the ground anymore or direct sow them. I am going to, again, I've had perfectly good luck doing that with other species a lot of things that I have no problem direct sowing, but then there's some things that I do not, I'm not able to have any kind of success with direct sowing. Edamame is one of them. 
artichokes is another one. Peppers is another one. Some things I just have better luck growing them from seed in my nursery. I'll let you know about the edamame, but I feel very, very, very confident that they're going to grow in more of a controlled environment. So, but I really want to tell you something really important here. Anything that I can direct sow into the ground is just a win-win-win win, win, win situation, because it's not taking up room in my greenhouse. Everything in my greenhouse, I feel is a lot, a lot more vulnerable because something can always happen. You know, I could run out of water or not run out of water, but for some reason, I don't know, the electricity goes out and I cannot water my plants without electricity because of the well pump. They're just more vulnerable to forgetting that to go water them or something happening to them. So I really like the situation when you can plant something directly into the ground to go ahead and do that. The roots take off better. They, they, the plant is more robust when you start it from a seed directly into the ground. But uh, again, something like strawberries, I would not trust growing strawberries from a seed directly into the ground. There's some things that I just want to have eyes on my seedlings, which by the way, the growing the strawberries from seeds this is my first time to do that this year. And I have a ton of strawberries that cost me, you know, whatever the seed packet was, a couple bucks. And I'm so excited about that. But there's some things that I just need to baby indoors, just needs kind of that nursery environment. You need eyes on those little babies to see what's going on with them. And it's one of those things I think it'll probably be developing my the whole rest of my life to know it's, you know, there's some things that I've grown in my nursery environment, the greenhouse or the area around the greenhouse where I really focus on what's going on with those plants. There's some things I've grown in there and I thought, why did I do that? It would have just been so easy to just pull those seeds off the ground, uh, off the plant and just throw them on the ground like asparagus. Asparagus, once I harvest those seeds and I just throw them directly onto the ground, they do just fine. I did grow them indoors because I felt like I, at that time, I really wanted to have eyes on them and see what happened with them. And I'm not sorry that I did that, but now I know I will never start asparagus seeds in the nursery anymore. They just don't need it. They just, it's just so easy to grow them out in the open, in the wild. They do just fine. <laughs> but there's a lot of things like that, that I thought, why did I take up my valuable real estate inside my greenhouse when I have so many other things that I'm really trying to get a head start on the season, you know, whenever the last frost date hasn't passed yet or whatever. But edamame or soybeans is definitely one of those that I am going to be growing in a controlled nursery type environment. Okay, I think I beat that <laughs> to death. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting and I thought you might want to know. I don't know if you've ever grown edamame before and you really want to give me some tips. I could really use those tips. I have done a uh, plant folio on that, but you know, the plant folio said the best method of propagation is to grow them, direct sow them into the ground. So this is one of those things on my observations page of the folio. If you've gotten the folio, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, 
the observations page is where I'm going to be writing on here. Well, or I can change it on my folio. From my personal experience, they did not do well direct sewing directly into the ground. But this is the type of thing, you know, it's not always sunshine and roses where everything you, you know, everything I touch is golden. You know, it, there's a lot of things. It's a lot of trial and error, which I just kind of love it. I, I'm going to admit it would be really cool if everything just worked out perfectly all the time. And, you know, I was I could sing like Cinderella and the birds landed on my shoulders and all that good stuff. But truth be told, it is not like that all the time. So I just wanted to share this with you and let you know that I had this really cool revelation that, hey, you can buy edamame as a plant start in a nursery. So why not go ahead and just, I'm just going to grow the edamame seeds in my nursery. <laughs> so anyway, that is going to do it for this one. And remember, this podcast is dedicated to you so that we can all put good food on the table. And I love edamame. Until next time, bye for now.